0: I think a good question to ask yourself is, what is that one thing I'm really scared to do? You need to do that right now. If you are really fearful of something, it is the devil trying to stop you from your greatness. And you need to do that right now.
1: This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Daniela.
0: Hey, hey, I'm so excited. <laughs>
1: the day has finally come. Not only are you on the Better Wealth podcast, but you are in the studio. I am
0: in Denver, Colorado at the HQ. Okay, I'm excited.
1: <laughs> it is good to have you here. I'm excited to share your story. I'm excited to, to uh, you know, what you said last night about my book. I, I need to make sure that is everyone on.
0: knows this.
1: I need to make sure this is on camera for mm-hmm. everyone to hear. Mm-hmm. We're also going to talk about. <laughs> how to launch a business, because I've said multiple times, you are your greatest asset. Many people who want to get an upper hand as it relates to living more intentional, living a better wealth life, needs to think about a business or launching a a side hustle. Absolutely. We're also going to talk about just why we all need to be passionate. Mm -hmm. Before we jump in, I know that you have a really powerful story in three minutes or less, which may be impossible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to try. What is the origin story? Like, who are you? Why are you passionate? And who's made you be the person you are today?
0: My name is Daniela. I was born in Cameroon. It's a country in West Africa. I'm an immigrant to the United States. I moved here when I was around seven years old. And even that just was a huge life change moment for me because it made me realize, you know, what is out there, yep. right? And what I'm capable of. Um, unfortunately, you know, opportunities are not as grand in yep. my original my country, um, for a woman especially. So it was just such a blessing to even be able to come here. And I think even from the age of seven, I knew that I needed to be more. Yep. Right. Because my my father let go of everything. We were very well off in Cameroon. And we okay. came here to be blue collar employees. Wow. Right. So it was a huge change for my father, especially, because he was like a really big provider, right? Wow. Um, so I felt like I What did he
1: do in the country that you guys grew up in?
0: So he was a director and he was an engineering. So he like okay. ran the company, okay. electrical engineering.
1: And you and you told me yesterday that it was a lottery system.
0: Yes. Yeah. So Cameroon, the US Embassy in Cameroon actually does a lottery for green cards for families every year. Wow. And we had one that year. Um and my dad was currently in England studying for his masters and he left all of that um so that we could come to the United States. Wow. So he really sacrificed Everything for us, and I think growing up, that was always, I guess, my fear of like I need to do well, or else this was for nothing. Yeah. Right. Um. So I think I had a different upbringing because I cared so much about grades, learning. Like I just Mm -hmm. wanted to make sure that I was doing well. Um. So I think that really was a blessing for me Mm -hmm. because I understood the importance of investing in myself and doing more and not just doing the bare minimum. Um. So I went to school. I ended up going to Penn State. Um. I did finance. Um. And that was a whole controversy because. In African culture, you either do you're, you're either a lawyer, an engineer, or a doctor if you're gonna be successful.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so business was like this girl, she's not gonna do well in life.
1: <laughs> were your parents supportive of <clears throat> business?
0: Not at first, okay, because honestly, they were very ignorant about um, how the system is here in the U.S., right? Yep. The things that are the, the possibilities, they yep. were not as educated on that. So, I that was not. A fun time for me. <laughs> yeah. But I ended up going to college. I did really well and I had great internships. I, you know, I traveled, I landed a, a great full time job. I'm at a big four company, I did consulting. And while I it was great, I made it. Yeah. Quote unquote. I wasn't happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, I can pay bills. I moved to Texas. That's great. But I just felt like there's more that I could be doing. Um, when it pertains to my story, things that yeah. I've seen, right? Things that I've gone through, how I can help people who are currently there. I felt like I wasn't yeah. doing that. Um, and that's when I discovered that, wow, maybe I'm complacent right now. Yeah. Maybe I'm just accepting the fact that I went to school, I did good, I got a job, and now I'm working just to pay the bills. Like, yeah. I felt like there there was more my, to be done in life, right? So I started a YouTube channel, and I started just speaking to people about how, you know, I did what I did, how I landed some internships yeah. just to help other students, yeah. um, get jobs and things like that. And I was really forward on my faith, right? Yeah. The one thing that has gotten me where I am today is Jesus Christ. Like yeah. he has stood by me through all the trials. And I'm, we can't talk about all that right now, obviously. And things that I've gone through to get here. And I wanted people to know that success in corporate America does not have to just come from, you know, working yeah. 15 hours a day. It actually can come from being God's child. Yeah. So I'll share this story. Um, I had a director. He was really really not the nicest person to me he would ignore me in every meeting he would act like i literally was not a person Mm. right and that was really hard for me because i was a staff i had just started my career first year first year at this company and he literally acted like i wasn't a person Wow. what did i do i was like, okay um i'm gonna pray for this man that that was my solution i prayed for him i every single morning i said good morning to him and talked to him as if he was going to talk back to me even though he didn't he
1: just he just refused
0: refused to talk to me wow
1: and And other other like makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it insane
0: like other um staff members were like are you okay like i'm so sorry this is happening to you like so obviously it wasn't just me noticing this right i prayed for him every time he complained about his back hurting his kids doing what i prayed for that and literally i had a complete turnaround one day one day he got really upset at me he told me to cancel my flights not not to go home and i was like i'm not doing that right and i told him i did my work already and i have the right to go home yeah. And I got on the phone call before I did that, I went in my in like a little bathroom at the client and I prayed and I spoke in tongues for you know that. it's just bringing the spirit, right? And I was just like this is not going to be the end of my career, right? right. And I got on the phone with him. I was so confident. I have never been so poised in my whole entire life. That was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and he literally just changed. He apologized oh. for how he has been to me, and from that day, he has been my biggest push biggest mentor he got me in front of talking to the cao at that client really he got me an amazing salary increase the f- number one ranking at the company like insane i'm just like you literally used to not acknowledge me what did he
1: say friend. the shift was was he a believer
0: um he is a believer and we did not talk about that at all okay i i don't know what the shift was him. he just told me that he acknowledges that i have done a really great job and have been a great asset to the team and he apologizes for how he has been treating me oh,
1: oh. That was it. are you still at that company
0: I am not at the company anymore, which is the next thing okay, that I sorry. need to talk about. <laughs> so working at Big Four was great. I had a great experience, thanks to the Holy Spirit. And I, like I said, I wanted to do more, right? So I was doing YouTube videos. And even that, when I shared about that um, Pray for Your Boss challenge, that infected so many people. People DM me and wrote me on email like, wow, I prayed for my boss and this happened. I prayed for this and this happened. I'm like, wow, like this is how yeah. God can impact your life if you just take him seriously, right? So I wanted more time to focus on that and help other young adults how to do more for themselves and change their situations. Right. So I got a new job so that I could just have a regular nine to five because consulting, like if you guys don't know, consulting is not a nine to five job. <laughs> um, it requires a lot of your time. Um, so I got this other job that was just regular nine to five so I could focus on um, YouTube. I could focus on I've launched a business. I started selling prayer cards to help people believe, right, yeah. and to keep up their faith. And then I started helping people start their businesses, um, and just really find what their passion is and monetize that.
1: Wow.
0: So that's currently what I am today and I'm absolutely loving it.
1: And you're doing a lot. You have a YouTube channel that is very impressive. You. Why, and you said originally you started that to kind of just encourage people. What was like the real reason you started the YouTube channel? And w- what did you find in starting? Because obviously making any piece of content, people are so critical. Mm-hmm. Probably especially um, in the field that you're in, mm-hmm. even more critical. Mm-hmm. Did that... I mean, how did you deal with that? Because in anything, you will be criticized. And I think a lot of people fear criticism and as a result are living a mediocre life.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, The original reason why I started the YouTube channel is because I wanted... To tell my story first, yeah, and I wanted others to know that they don't have to stay in this place where they're just doing enough,
1: right, right. Amen. And I and yeah. I
0: expressed that I was like, hey, I even had a video about my finances. I was like, this is what I'm making, and I'm not happy with it, right? Right. Even though people are happy with this, I want to do more, right? And so I just started being really transparent about where I was, where I was going, to ignite others to do the same. Yeah. Um. About the criticism factor. That is definitely something that I still faced and I faced from the very beginning, even from people that were close to me, right? Right. But Sometimes
1: family and our closest friends can be the worst. Absolutely. Because we care about what they say. Mm-hmm. So yeah. continue, but yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I think the way I overcame that was I started seeing how I was affecting people that I didn't even know, right? Because yeah. I think that family and close friends want the best yep. for you and they think that, oh, you yep. should protect yourself. Yep. But I think that greatness never comes from protection. It comes yep. from you taking a risk, right? And being a little edgy. Right. Yep. So I think what kept me going was how I was affecting other people's lives and the testimonies that they were giving me. Yep. And it just made me want to keep going. Yep. And then also like the fear factors of like fear does not come from God. Right. And I'm really led. I really tried to let God lead me and the Holy Spirit lead me. Right. And there were times where like I would be scared to upload a video. But I'm like, if I'm scared, if this is a sphere, it's not yep. God speaking to me. Yeah. Right. So I just had to choose to not care. Honestly, Sometimes you just have to not care. Yeah. I
1: think this is another thing to think about is a lot of times people are afraid of what the immediate consequence is going to be or what people are going to think. But what if we were afraid of not acting, of taking no action? And like what terrifies me is Mm -hmm. I'm going to die someday Mm -hmm. or I'm going to be in a place where I will not be able to have the energy and time and maybe freedom that I have now. Mm -hmm. And I never want to look back on my life and say, Caleb, like you didn't steward your time your money, your relationships, right. your potential. And that scares me. Mm-hmm. As we go back to the Bible, it's like a healthy fear of the Lord.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. to add to that, one thing that always gets me so excited is that literally Jesus told us that we're supposed to do greater works than he did and the disciples did. And I'm just like, what am I doing that's greater works, right? The right. glory of God is supposed to like flow in and, in and through me, right? And I'm supposed to be the light you know, to this on this earth. So, what am I doing that is providing light and igniting others? Right. If I'm not doing at least one thing that's doing that, I feel like I'm not living up to what God has placed in me. Yeah, like I have such a huge potential to do so much, and if I'm not even tapping tapping to ten percent of that, there's an issue. Yeah. Right? So
1: let's talk about uh, questions. I'm a big fan of questions. What What are questions that you need to be asking yourself if you're like wanting to find something deeper? Are you wanting to maybe live a more fulfilled life or maybe like you know what you need to do but you can't articulate it yes. or you know that something needs to change. I think a lot of people can relate to that last piece. It's like something's got to change. I don't know what it is. I don't, I'm not an entrepreneur mm-hmm. but something's got to change. What What questions can we start asking ourselves?
0: I think a good question to ask yourself is what is that one thing I'm really scared to do? You need to do that right now. <laughs> if you are really fearful of something, it is the devil trying to stop you from your greatness and you need to do that right now. And I'll be open. Something that I was really scared to do was host an event. I was like, I have so much to share, but like, like talking to people live yeah. is like uh, a lot yeah. for me, right? But as soon as I hosted that event, Literally everything took off for me, right? A lot of doors unlocked for me. Amazing people. I got to have Caleb on the event, which was awesome, right? But I got to meet so many people, network network with so many people that blessed me, you know, later on. So what is that one thing that you are so scared to do or you feel like you're not good enough to do? You need to do it right now. Something I've learned is that do it scared and see what happens. Don't wait until you're confident to do it because then it's not going to be worth it. What am I passionate about that I have not tapped in right because usually like those passions that we have are put there for a reason right um how do you
1: know what you're passionate about i'm like asking mm, good questions because you and i are very passionate people but sometimes we take it for granted it's like how how do we get passionate so if someone was like yes i'm with you this is a weird question i don't know what to get passionate about
0: yeah i would say ask what is that one thing that takes you off Ticks you off? Ticks you off. Makes you mad? Makes you mad. Yeah. One thing that ticks me off is when somebody wants to do something and doesn't try to reach yeah. out to find out how they can do it. They're, they're not yeah. resourceful. Yeah. And I know that I'm passionate about that because yeah. my whole purpose is to help other young adults to do more for themselves, right? Yeah. So I'm going to help you find the resources to do it. So what is that one thing that really makes you so upset about people, about the world? That means you're passionate about it. Because if you're upset about it, there's something fueling inside of you that's trying to get out
1: Yep, it's yeah. so interesting you say that because one thing that really sets me off is when people devalue themselves mm. yes it's like we have one life we've been like we could go into a whole not debate a discussion around the purpose of life mm. and yet so many people are on the sidelines every single day and it makes me sad and not go on a rant on this interview.
0: No, you're right. And I think that's um, the whole point of purpose, right? Yeah. When I go back, I always use this analogy of like, you know, we're made out of God's image, right? Yeah. And we made the Mac computer, for example, right? Whenever Mac sends out a computer, they make yeah. sure that it has the manual, they make sure yeah. it is tested, it yeah. is proven to work, everything. Like Mac has other computers that they have never pushed out because it's not perfect. Right. So the computer that you have bought from um, Apple, sorry, they make sure that it is, perfect and it works perfectly right Right. and we're made after god's image so the way that you were sent here you are packaged perfectly every single potential that you're supposed to reach is inside of you right now you don't need a a new computer you don't need a new camera a new keyboard everything that you are supposed to do is literally packaged perfectly inside of you with a manual right and so when we're only tapping into that like oh press the space bar and you're never tapping into the undo button the undo button is really powerful, yeah. right? Okay. Control you never, Z, let's go. If you never <laughs> tap into that in your life, imagine how much you're missing out on. Yeah. So yeah, devaluing yourself is huge to me. It's just like, we serve a big God and he made you. Like, I don't,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, what is your message to people that are, are not believers? Or do you just, are you, is your whole company mm-hmm. for Christians?
0: Not necessarily. Um, okay. My whole company for is anybody who wants to do more for themselves. Okay. Something about me is that I'm never gonna hide who I am. Yep. I'm never gonna stop um, and not tell you how I came here because it is yep. not. It wasn't just me, right? So and I and I've had had people who didn't believe or are like, "Wow, like you are so excited about this and this, this is something that is truly um, yep. genuine. Yep. I want to be part of that, yep. right? So anyone who wants to be, who wants more for themselves, but I will say that when you want more for yourself, it's really hard not to find that outside of Christ, yep. right? Because you. You discover that you are literally perfectly made only in Christ. And the world will always tell you that you're not good enough, yep. that you have to change this, this, and that, which might be true. Yep. There's growth, right? Yep. But it starts from a place of knowing that you are perfect and you have grown. Does yep. that make sense? Totally. Like believing before you get there.
1: If you can't find fulfillment and purpose in something other than success or money or just yeah. comparing to others, mm-hmm. like it is a lonely road. That's And and unfortunately, there's a lot of people that have a lot of money Mm -hmm. that are miserable. Yeah, that are unhappy. That are super unhappy because they're not Mm -hmm. fulfilled because their money and fame and significance will never truly make them happy.
0: Yeah. And to add to that, like this road of wanting more for yourself and doing more is not always going to be easy. No. You're going to get to a place where like you might be really passionate, but you just don't feel like it. Right. And those are the times where you need something else to push you yeah and so that's what that's what i mean by like i can i could not have done this without god because there are those times where i just don't care like people don't want to change their lives and i'm like all right go ahead don't change your life right but then there has to be a point where i'm like oh like the holy spirit is here with me and he pushes me to have that softer heart to care and to try harder for them
1: right do you ever feel that you want it more than people want it for themselves yes (laughs) all the time
0: all the freaking time (laughs) and it's (laughs) <laughs> but it's worth it when right. they get to that place where they are changed like it's right. like the most beautiful thing and that keeps me going
1: Yeah, let's talk about launching a business Yeah. and this could be a personal brand. This could be a side gig This could be a full-time mm-hmm. hustle <clears throat> I think I want to point something out because there's a lot of people that are coming to our company They want to be an entrepreneur because that's what they're reading in the books to do mm-hmm. But they're like they're they're They want to quit their job make no money start something that statistically (laughs) won't work and what I want to say is I love the I love the entrepreneurial minded person but let's do it the wise way I want to point out that you are very open about listen like you have a job right now Mm -hmm. that should be highlighted and in that should that is like very very like I commend that and the humility of you not even hiding that Mm -hmm. because It's you're able to be a better coach because you don't need the money through your business. It's just that, and and that's really really important. And I just again want to highlight that Mm -hmm. when someone is launching a business, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's full time, what is the steps? Because you are you're really your business is helping people either through your course or coaching one on one Mm -hmm. launch their business. How have you seen that and Let's get some free value, I would say, Absolutely. For, for the Better I, Wealth Nation.
0: Yes, let's do it. The first step I advise everyone to do is to find your why. Okay. Right? And the way you do that is if you don't know what you're passionate about. Like, you can start with what we talked about earlier. Ask yep. yourself, what ticks you off? What are you passionate about? Um, but if you still don't know, you ask yourself, why am I here? Right. right? Maybe, like, do you currently have a job? Why do I do this job? What do I like yep. about this job? What about my environment do I enjoy the most? And you keep right. asking yourself why questions. And usually your why stems from something in your past, something that you've been through. Maybe if you've gone through a sickness or something, like something yeah. that really rocked your world, yep. your why is usually something around those that, that, right? And I think the next step from there is to say, how can I serve others with what I've been through or the knowledge that I know, right?
1: Hmm.
0: That can come from as simple as just writing a book. Or telling your story in a YouTube video. Like your side hustle or business doesn't have to start as this whole company with subsidiaries and all these things. Like you just start with one thing that you're really passionate about and watch what happens. Yep. So for me, I was I wanted to stop complacencies and I wanted to help others recognize that they didn't have to just work a job and be happy with it. So I started posting YouTube videos, right? And I just posted a video. Then I posted two more, three more. And then I found out what I could do. Because right. of the reaction I got from it, yep. people wanted to do something but they didn't have the resources. People yep. wanted to do something but they didn't know how yep. to do it. So that's how I got to starting a business. I didn't. I didn't like start out my business by teaching out how to start a business. First of all, I started my own business before I did that. Right. Yeah. And then I recognized what people are struggling with, and you know figured out how I could help them. So I would just say start with something that seems really viable, like possible for you. Right. Right. And build from there.
1: Is it so? I'm going to maybe color in what you're saying. I 100% agree with find your why. What is that thing that will wake you up when you don't feel like waking up? Exactly. Number two, I'm more leaning into like start highlighting and looking for areas that you can create value. Mm -hmm. Another way to say that is solve someone's problem. Yes. And I'm telling you, for some reason, this is coming to my mind. If you're if you have kids at home start teaching them and raise them up to start looking for value creation mm. start pointing that out like oh so good this store sells things and and as a result gets money because people value the things in the store yes you're creating a service so you, what you saw Solving is you're seeing you're reading YouTube comments when people are reaching out you're reading where exactly. there there's a disconnect you started a business mm-hmm. You're bettering their life and they're giving you money because you're bettering their life.
0: Because there's value. There has to be a transfer of value. Like, I'm giving you something and you're giving me something back. And it's fair. Because, like, they're literally, like you said, there's a gap between where you need to go, what you wanna do, and where you need to go. And I'm that gap, right? And I think something else about that is like finding your niche. Yep. Yep. It's so important to serve in the beginning, to know who you serve and what problem specifically that you solve. For example, if you're looking for a red rose, right? And you have um, an option to go, whether to Walmart or to go to a rose shop, where are you going to go? Yeah. You're going to go to a rose shop. Unless
1: now. I'm on a really, really tight budget.
0: <laughs> but yeah, true.
1: yes, I'm going to the rose shop. Yeah. Right.
0: And that's because if you are talking to everybody, right. you are talking to nobody. nobody. And I tell that to all of my clients. I'm like, oh, I want to help people do this. And I'm like, people, with a lot of people, right? Yep. And so when they scroll through your website or your Instagram page or whatever else it may be, If you just serve everyone, there is no emotional connection. So whenever I talk, I say young adults because I want to serve young adults, right? And of course, I do get people who are not young adults to come and work with me, but that is my, you know, my reach. Like, I want to serve those people because I know how they feel, where they're at, what their problems are, and there can be an emotional connection between me and that other young adult. Right. So who is that person that can really relate to you, right? And make sure you continue to serve them.
1: So have a why...
0: Find a niche.
1: Find a niche. Mm-hmm. Find a problem that you can solve. Okay. What else needs to happen to launch a successful business?
0: I think the next thing is after you find a problem you need to solve, you have the people that you want to solve. Where do you find them, right? Mm-hmm. Find yeah. out where, where are they hanging out? Are they on YouTube? Are they on Instagram? Are they at meetups? Meet people Maybe we don't do that as much these <laughs> days, right? But um, are they at Walmart? Like there, there can be physical locations as well, but just do your research on where are those these people hanging out? And yeah. if you can find... Um, them in groups it's yeah. awesome like you can find a Facebook group of people yeah. that you want to solve you can yeah. literally go in that Facebook group not sell your product, but be a giver yeah. the gift first model is so powerful if you constantly find yourself being that person that go to person that people go to yeah. they are going to want to give you money
1: yeah. trust me yeah.
0: <laughs> right so be that expert in that Facebook group or that environment that meetup wherever that you are be that expert in that problem that you want to solve and let them be. Um, call you the go to person for this thing
1: so in other words I love that I'm love that we're having this conversation is if you know who you want to serve and you know what problem you can solve what podcasts are they listening to what exactly. group what Facebook groups are they in nope. what what things are they like where are they hanging out mm-hmm. go to those places and add value be a giver um, one of my favorite books is The Go-Giver mm. it's like give a, like give, give 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 and obviously there's there's a there's a system to it you don't you don't want to be like the starved baker that's just like giving out all their food and then starving to death, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a way of like giving without expectation. But people like we just live in a world where if you give to me, like I want to look out for you. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm going to ask you like, what do you do? And it's like, it's, it's a really amazing thing. From there, you're giving, people are interested. What are the next steps or mistakes that people make after they get a demand?
0: I think the next mistake that people make is not like honing down on what your pitch is. Right? Yep. A pitch is really important. Just a, And a pitch I mean by like, having a way that you can explain to someone in like a yep. sentence or two about yep. who you are, what you yep. do, who you do it for, and how you do it. Those are the four questions. Who you are, what do you do, who do you do it for, and how do you do it? So then that, that person has a, um, the opportunity to either work with you, or get your product or whatever it may be, or refer you. Yep. I think that we do not um, put enough um, value on referring. Yep. If you can just get five people to refer you to their friends that yep. is really powerful it's more powerful than getting five people to just buy your product yep. so don't be so stressed on people buying your service or buying your product but spend more of your time asking them to refer you or hey if you know anybody that has an issue like let them know about me right because you don't know how many of those how many people that person can reach by just talking to them about what you just what you do right and that's answering those powerful. four questions Powerful. Um, yeah, and um, my pitch as well is like when you explaining how you do it, then you can get into detail about what this product is or what the services that you provide to solve what problem, right? And don't say the price by away. Let Let them ask you like, hey, what is that yep. about? How do you do that? How can I get involved in that? Right? Yep. And start a conversation before you ask for money. You want to get them to a place where they are excited about what you do. They want to know more and they want to know how they can get involved, right that's why i think the mistakes would be is like somebody just wants to ask money this is what i do here's my website without starting yep. a conversation and making a real connection
1: what what i what i love about what you're doing and how you're communicating is a lot of people are tactic driven and so they're going to say hey before before you you know start a business you need to get an llc and start a website yes. and all these things Ugh. and that's not bad like mm-hmm. like obviously you need to figure out a way to collect payments Eventually, yeah you got to make sure that you're not breaking any copyright law but at the end of the day it does not matter until you have people that are coming to you and now obviously we're talking about you know a service type business but even if you're selling a product you have to make sure that people want to buy that product don't just launch a product and be like why isn't anyone you know buying my yeah my widget Mm -hmm. so i i love i love this i'm i'm Anything that you want to t- say before we transfer to the money conversation?
0: Yeah, I would just say that like in this process of talking to people, that's when you're testing out your product, you're testing out your service. So yeah. what you could do is like offer it for a free for a review, yeah. right? Reviews totally. are so powerful because yeah. when people look at your product or your service, they want to know who else has um, experienced it and they want to know how um, what their thoughts are. So it's okay to like offer the product or service for free, maybe for the first, you know, five, 10 people, whatever you're comfortable with, but just get some reviews so that people can, you know, have something to reference whenever they walk into you cold, right? Right. I think that's really big. And then after that, after you have like reviews, then you're good. You know that it works, right? People have liked it. You've tested the product and now you can really launch, right? So that's my recommendation.
1: So Penn State finance major. Yeah. You've had some epiphanies about money since then
0: absolutely
1: let's talk about your money journey let's talk about you know how we got connected
0: mm-hmm. okay absolutely um i will say college is great but i did finance and i feel like the things that i know about finance now is not because of my finance degree unfortunately um so that comes from that place of like i wanted more for myself so right. i was researching a lot about how i can um save better spend better um and make sure that the money that i'm making is doing something for my future Right. So that's how come I started researching about insurance and actually became an insurance agent. And I wanted to know how an insurance policy can help me save and spend my money better. And that's how I ran into this guy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he had, ama- as you guys know, he has amazing YouTube videos. If you're not on YouTube watching Better Off, what are you doing? You need to be watching all of his videos like straight fire. And I started binge watching your videos. I was yeah. just like, wow, yeah. this is great content. And like prior to this, I had found other people and other videos that unfortunately did not serve me the way I wish they would. Right. So when I ran into this channel, I was just like, this is exactly what I needed. Like someone understands purpose and how to spend your money according to your purpose. Yep. Not just trying to, um you know, chase money or like double money. But like, what is the reason that you're doing that? Right. And, and that's the one thing that knows about you is that you care about purpose. Yep. That was just really big for me. So I wanted to understand like how I can build my insurance policy in a way that it's gonna help me save and spend better. So I like literally like stalked this guy. (laughs) I got on his website, scheduled a meeting with them. And prior to this, I had like emailed him because I honestly I didn't know that he had a website. I just wanted to get in contact with him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I like dm and him something about life, you guys. Just keep persistent. Like just it persistent. It works. It works. Okay. Like if you want to get somewhere, keep knocking on that door. Yeah. It will be answered onto you, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> so we got on a call. I got I met um Don, which was one of the amazing team members, and Caleb just popped on the call, and that's how we connected. Yeah. And it was amazing.
1: And you share you shared your story mm-hmm. and one thing I will say is if you want to get a hold of people just share why just share yeah, your why exactly. share your why and why you, you want to meet with that person mm-hmm. and it's amazing what will happen
0: mm-hmm. and it was like I feel like we had an instant connection on that call like you understood where I was at I was so frustrated with like I've yep. been in the insurance industry I don't want to work with any of these agencies because like they're not doing right good things right and you understood where I was coming from yep. and that was amazing
1: you said something last night to me about the and asset book that just like almost made me (laughs) fell out of my seat
0: okay so after i met with caleb i was like i gotta get this book so i got the book you guys i am i was not a reader okay i literally read bare bare minimum in college i did not like to read i read this book in two days which is like a (laughs) lot for me okay i could not put it down and since i read his book i have become a reader Like the N asset has made me a reader because that book is literally that good. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. This is coming from an anti reader in the past. Okay, this book literally kept me hooked because it taught me about first of all me and how I can utilize my assets to better my future. That was just wild. Like you, it was. It's a short book, but you hit on such like potent topics. And I was just there were so many moments that I was just like reading your book.
1: I. Wow. Well, it was amazing. If you if you saw me paying her under the table, just <laughs> we'll cut that out. No, I, I really, really appreciate you sharing that. And and I'm I'm telling you as a creator, as as someone that's like out there wanting to make a difference, hearing hearing you say that mm-hmm. makes me like there's there's like so much fulfillment and like passion because I know that reading is a habit that successful people
0: do. Mm-hmm. And I was not doing that. just to be honest right and i stepped and i have to be honest i stepped into my journey of success when i started reading like honestly because it's cool like there's just so much that you can learn from reading yeah any
1: any like money overarching principle that has served you well that you want to just transfer to the better wealth audience yes
0: one thing is money now is better than money tomorrow like you you talked about like the importance of compound right compound interest um, anytime you can get money now and save it now and invest it now, it's way better than waiting yep. ten years to do that later. Because because yep. we don't, um, at first hand, understand the power of just to being able to invest now, even if it's a small amount of money, yep. rather than having a lot of money in ten years. And right. that's a big takeaway that I had.
1: Yeah, I think I think compounding happens more than just money. It happens potential. It happens with relationships. Same. It happens with consistency of just making content and being a creator. And so, yeah, the compound effect is powerful. Mm -hmm. And what happens when you start saving money is it's more than just the physical your money's compounding. It's like you are becoming literally wealthier, which you start highlighting different opportunities, especially if you go the path that we Highly recommend you're gonna have a lot of control over your capital, mm-hmm. which will give you the ability to make make moves.
0: Yeah, and even to um for that point, like even when it comes to starting a business, like people say, oh, I wanna wait until I'm 30 or 45 or whatever yep. to start a business because I'll be smarter, I'll be more experienced. But even that is like lost time, right? Yep. Because totally. being an entrepreneur, you learn so much and you ha- you're gonna have to make mistakes, right? Yep. So if you wait until that point where you feel like your experience there are going to be problems that you had no idea about and now you have to waste time figuring out in order to get to that place where you are confident and you are doing well. Yep. So I feel like this idea of compound interest literally goes with anything that you do. It's better to start now. If you want to do it, it's okay to start now. Figure it out as you go. Yeah.
1: I love it. Anything yeah. else you want to share before we go into the legacy question?
0: Ooh, I feel like the legacy question is what I would want to share. But um, what I will go back on is one thing is that if you have that one thing that you are worried about doing, scared about doing, I want you to like challenge yourself to do it right now. And the second thing is integrity. This is something I learned about this. Stop lying to yourself. This is so huge. Like you're not going to be ever going to be able to be in integrity. If you keep telling yourself you're going to do something and you don't do it, it starts with yourself. And I was under the impression that if I you know, serve others. I'm always there for others. It's good. And I like, like lie to myself. I'm not there yep. for myself. That's fine because I'm being selfless. I'm being a good Christian. No, you need to serve yourself first and people will see how you serve yourself and want to be part of your journey because they see how much integrity yep. and trust that you have for yourself. Yep. And it builds so much confidence so I would
1: leave that yeah I, I'll just this I'll, I'll mention one thing before we go into the legacy question mm-hmm. is a lot of Christians will, will come to me and be like no I don't want to do business and, and be wealthy or whatever because it's just not something I want to do and, and by the way like everyone has different convictions so take this all with a grain of salt yeah. this is what I would say is we are commanded to be light mm-hmm. we're commanded to be the salt not, not that people will say oh I'm looking at your light and I want to be you mm-hmm. no look at the greater source kind of deal. Yeah. It's like, I I'm attracted to the life that you're living, the, the success that you're having, and you're pointing me to not that, but something higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, it's, it's one of those things that is, it's like, let's live an attractive life and you have, you, you, you cannot lie to yourself. Mm. And so that's just one of the things that I've noticed is, is the people that I've really respected are like brutally honest with themselves and they hold themselves to a standard that's attractive. And, and as a result, I've, I've followed in their footsteps and, and it's just one of those things to think about because a lot of times we look on outward things, Mm -hmm. but like, what is the conversation happening in your brain? What is the conversation that you're, you're telling yourself and that, that conversation It's amazing how that translates. Mm
0: -hmm. And to your point, like it doesn't have to be starting a business, right? Exactly. That thing that lights you up doesn't have to be in business. It can be something that you do for um, children across the world. It could be a nonprofit. It could be a movement. It could be, you know, sharing your story. So it doesn't have to be this huge thing. But what it does have to do is fulfill that passion that is burning inside of you. And um, it has to constantly be hitting those fears that you have. So that's a good point. Every
1: parent is an is a entrepreneur. Uh, if if you can get liberal with the word entrepreneur, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's it's um, raising children. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's an amazing possible. thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, legacy question. This is your last day on earth. Mm-hmm. You're with the people that you love the most. You can't give them any YouTube videos that you've ever created. You can't give them any anything that you've really created. You just have this one last conversation. What are you gonna make sure to share? in this last conversation?
0: I am going to make sure that they know that. I'm gonna ask the question, are you living full out? Like, are you doing everything that you can do to serve your world, right? And to reach your potential. And I would also hit on a point that it comes from tapping into the greater source. It comes from knowing Jesus Christ as your one and only savior. Because once you do that, you're awakened to such a bigger world and it allows you to live full out. It allows you to recognize that you know these things that irritate you or like you know fight that you have with people are actually not that serious, and they're not going to affect your rest of your life, right? So I would just really ask: Are you living full out? And are you doing the things that scare you so that you can see a bigger you tomorrow? That's what I would say. So that's really powerful. Super simple. Yeah.
1: How can people stay connected with you? How can they email you their one thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh what God. they need to be doing, what they're afraid of.
0: Yes. Uh, you guys see me here. I'm like really silly. On, I'm not like that silly, but I'm actually very, very silly on Instagram. So if you want to know more about my personality, you can follow me on Instagram, Gnu. And you can DM me. Tell me you came from the Battle Wolf Podcast. I will absolutely DM you back. I literally talk to all of my clients in my DMs. So I'd love to connect you, connect with you on there. And also I have a YouTube channel, GNU as well, where I post about what I talked about today, my journey, and also um how I um, help others, you know, stop complacency in, in their life. So I would absolutely love to connect with you, and I'm excited to get to know you.
1: Connect with her on Instagram, YouTube. Make sure to reach out to her. Make sure you, that you told her that you listen. Maybe discovered. Yes. This ball of energy on the Better wealth <laughs> Show. Um,
0: get ready though, because I'm like calm right now. Yeah, no, I'm this not is like this calm. <laughs>
1: Listen. Thank you. There's so many things that I want to say, but I really appreciate how you show up, the passion that you're that you really live, thank the message that you have, and that you're really bold about your faith. I'm, I mean, um, I'm very, very clear that um, Better Wealth is a company, and we're talking about intentionality, and we're going to serve everybody. Mm-hmm. But that has like, as a Christian myself, like I get really fired up about like, why do I want people to live intentionally? Mm-hmm. And so I, I really, really appreciate the people that make their faith really the center of what they're doing and um i'm just really grateful and a a better human being because you're in my life so thank you
0: oh praise the lord thank you so much and i also want to thank you like wow you are really a stand-up guy i don't know how else to say it right (laughs) like you are so intentional and genuine about what you do um who you serve and like how you do it it's just so amazing to be part of this journey and i'm really thankful that i could be here at the better world wow like I'm at the HQ, y'all. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me calm down. But um, I'm just so excited to be here. I'm excited to be part of your journey, and I know that you're gonna do so much more. So y'all, who people <laughs> are listening right now, you're lucky to know Caleb right now because this man is about to blow up. Get just get ready, all right? Just get ready. But yeah, thank you for allowing me to be part of your process, thank um, you. and thank you for serving God the way you do.